Oh, girl. A regular read of the latest LGBT plus trends, TV, and the ever-expanding world of drag. <laughs> I've got a story. I've got a story. I've got a story. A regular read of the latest LGBT plus trends, TV, and the ever-expanding world of drag. Hello there, dear listener, and welcome to this delightful 2022 festive edition, our girl Christmas special, if you will. How are you all doing? I hope you're having a lovely Christmas period. Here I am, joined as usual by our delicious thotter stew. Festive greetings and tings. And tings. And tings, yes. And tings. It's, a, it's an untings Christmas. <laughs> and Jim Bunny Glenn, who still, despite us having a competition, still doesn't have a name, so maybe you'll get lucky at Christmas, Glenn. How are you? Stuff me like a turkey. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> 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 that's the start of the Christmas special. That's that's how we're starting this. That's that's cool. <laughs> At least you're honest, Glenn. At least you're honest. But yes, and this week we are joined delightfully by comedy queen extraordinaire and admittedly my personal choice for Miss Congeniality for Drag Race UK <laughs> season four. Well, what could be more festive at Christmas than a pixie? It's our delightful special guest, Pixie Polite. Hello, dear. Hello, dear. <clears throat> I don't think I'd be a great Christmas pixie because if you put me on top of the tree, it'd probably disappear inside me, not going to lie. <laughs> to be fair, as, as long as you can accommodate, to be fair. I mean, you know, that looks like a win-win, I think. But... I well, think Grant's up for that too, so. It's all right. <laughs> if uh, Jesus and Mary turned off my doorstep, I'd just say, get inside my hole. There's plenty of room. <laughs> climb climb inside keep your shoes on it'll be fine how are you anyway, doing merry christmas yeah merry christmas and obviously they'd be like what's christmas and it's like oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah shit you started this. okay got some bad news but <laughs> going forward a bit <laughs> so how are you doing pixie very very well you know still riding high off post finale fun and i've been off on tour doing shows so i'm uh doing great i'm having a nice time yeah, no, it sounds nice. It's it's one of these things, you know, uh, having your uh, late lunch today, I think. Should we do ASMR? Can you hear it? Right? Yeah, hold on, hold on. Let's do some ASMR kind of thing. Ooh. Well, this is the strangest mm. direction I've had in a while, and that's saying something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I've been to Germany. That counts as a festive gift, doesn't I it? Eat my dinner. <laughs> I think ASMR oh. with Pixie Polite. That's a that's a new show. That that'll be a winner's show, Pixie. <laughs> oh, oh wow! Oh yes. <laughs> Daya had us scream like a pterodactyl. Maybe for Pixie's end of show, we'll all crunch a crisp into our mics. <laughs> Go on, crunch a crisp into my mic. Delicious. Love it. <laughs> I think we're we're starting a dangerous trend that could lead to some very suspicious DMs. <laughs> People love it though, don't they? They they love ASMR. Like apparently, they, they love people... ASMR and they love food stuff. Mm. Food stuff is big. Like eating stuff on ASMR, and also like speaking of suspicious DMs, Mama I had a guy last week message me saying, "Can I feed you and then fuck you while you eat?" And I was like, "Excuse me, excuse me, what? That is not ASMR and that is not Pixie approved." I have to say, very rude. How was it? 
I didn't do it. <laughs> Did you get the money before or after? <laughs> I got the money During. and then ran. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I know I shouldn't be starting the Christmas episode off like this because it makes no sense at all, but I've had a... We've all eaten, haven't we? But um, I've had a proper hankering all day for Findus Crispy Pancakes. And I'm like, where's that come from? Like, what the... I don't know what if that's that? a symptom of, you know, Finder's crispy pancakes. Like, I remember having them as a kid, but it's like, I don't know. How do you describe them? It's like basically like... Is it that little like half moon thing with yeah. the mint shoved in it and then you like bake it in the oven? Yeah. And it's a bit like a bit like a fish cake shell with a meat filling. Yeah. They're weird. But for some reason, I've, I've never heard of those. Them. Must be a northern thing. It, it probably is, to be fair. Oh. Actually, I think we've got the Finder's factory somewhere around here in the north. <laughs> Where Mr. Findus himself lives. You know, he's just like, make me more pancakes. Let's go it. He just really hates fish. He's like, destroy more fish. Cook them. Uh, <laughs> I've totally lost track of where I'm meant to be going with this. But yes, so tour sounds amazing, Pixie. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like... Segway back to being on track. <laughs> yeah, no, it is amazing. We've been, um, we've been pottering around the country... I'm on a little break now. They're off in Europe being fancy. And then when they get back, I am heading back out until Christmas Eve, basically. Wow. It's going to be seven. That sounds amazing, to be fair. It's good that you're getting a little break, though. And it's good because obviously it means that we can pill for you and be like going, hey, cool. You know, I mean, buy me a drink first. But yeah, pill for me all you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy you Findus Crispy Pancakes. How oh, yeah, does that yeah, sound? Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> pill for me, Daddy. <laughs> so obviously like a lot of people will know you from rupaul's drag race uk season four but then mm. you were one of the people going into it actually it was a bit scary with this current season that like loads of the people were like big names like in previous seasons mm. it was like oh i haven't heard of this person before but then you had like people like you know you had yourself pixie polite you had like danny beard you had cheddar gorgeous black pepper it's just this wow all in one season like yeah i mean not gonna lie it's, it, it, it was a lot of uh a lot of names I'd heard of um, and thought, okay, like, not necessarily people I knew personally, but mm. knew of and was like, okay, they might be a threat. <laughs> but that, that's it. I would have been really worried, to be fair. Like, you know, like going into it being like, oh, Danny Beard's here. Oh, piss. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. or Cheddar Gorgeous. It, it, and it's kind of like, and obviously that's kind of how the narrative unfolded, really. Spoilers. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I think the second, I mean, I knew... I mean, spoiler alert, I knew they were both going to be there before I went. So I knew mm. I was always fighting for third place at best. Mm. I'm not delusional. Um, <laughs> I quite like Jumba's optimism, though. Jumba's kind of like, oh, maybe I could win it. And everyone watching is just like going, so. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I mean, uh, there were some legends there. I mean, I personally, I mean, thank you for the compliment. Wouldn't consider myself like big name on the drag scene prior to this. I worked a lot. I've worked for a lot of years and I've worked a lot of cities, but I am mostly London based. And, you know, before Drag Race, most of my work was in a group. So my own individual name, a lot of people might have heard of the group, but they might not have heard of me, my name. So I kind of felt like it was a blessing and a curse because it's kind of like, in the one hand, I'm established and I've worked the circuit for a long time. Yeah. So that's experience. But on the other hand, these girls not necessarily going to know what I can do. So I was kind of silently optimistic and i didn't try and big myself up too much in the room because i was like maybe let's keep something close to my chest 
Well, I, th- I think the the wonderful thing, though, like the reason why I would personally give you like Miss Congeniality is the fact of like you were just really like nice throughout. Like obviously when you got to pick the challenges and stuff, you you saw it the way that you should see it, in my opinion, which is basically going what will be the best arrangement, what will get the best show here. And that was like this leadership quality that you don't usually see. You usually see a going all out for themselves kind of thing or fucking other people up. And you were genuinely like, who would work best? And and what we got in the end was really good. Like, you know, and you kind of like sit there and be like, yeah. oh, <laughs> thanks for that. See? This is the thing, like, um, you know, later on in the season, I did get maybe uh, a bit of crap or being mm. quote unquote nasty. I think if you go back and watch the actually watch the season objectively, like there were lots of moments, you know, like that where I did just want everyone to do well and I did just want the best show, like for the musical and stuff. Because mm. at the end of the day, I was there to have a nice experience. You know, I love musical theatre and I didn't want that challenge to be crap. So, you know. Yeah. Also, like I'm such I'm such a fucking pussyfooter around. Like I really don't like people not liking me. Mm. So like it, when I was assigning the roles, like I did obviously want it to be great, but at the same time, I was like, oh, I don't want to like upset anyone. <laughs> I think the Rusicals also saw early on in the show. It's kind of one of them things where I'll either have you labelled as like Meanie Cunt. McMeanison. Am I allowed to <laughs> well, say that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then, and... oh, it's like one of those where like they'll be like, oh, actually, they're canny. To be fair, it led to it being one of the best musicals. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. for all the seasons. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I did go into the experience knowing I was a bit of a pushover, but also at the same time wanting to be, you know, that strong, fierce competitor. Kind of like fell at the first hurdle with that because the minute we, like, I walked in, I felt, I felt sassy. I felt in the moment, but then the, all of these children walked in after me. These baby, <laughs> baby children, and they all seemed so nervous and so like. Ah, that like I immediately unfortunately for me became mother hen you know tapping them on the back and being like you okay like when the cameras are off or like you know being like yeah I became like house mother unfortunately and was too concerned about everyone else but I guess I I, to be honest I'm proud of that I think it's a good quality to have and I mean overall I wouldn't change anything from the series well, it is what it is. I mean, I, I personally think that, you know, that's probably the greater the greater goal, really. The greater reward is the fact of, obviously, when you got voted off, and obviously, like, in the final, they <laughs> everyone there had nothing bad to say about you. Everyone there was literally, like, that is so, you know, it is such a shame kind of thing. Like, and, and it's so weird, because usually, you know, you it, it, like, pans around the room, they're reading the lipstick on the mirror and stuff, and you can tell that half of them are just like, thank fuck. You know, like, thank fuck they're gone. <laughs> or like, you know, like, there's this kind of, like, oh, false sincerity to it. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it was weird, like, I mean, by the time I went, to be honest, as soon as they said the words, I was like, great, I can go have a nap. <laughs> um, yeah. But, like, you know, walking off the stage, that in that moment you know you saw a bit of it i think in the show but like genuinely like there was a lot of love in the room between the five of us girls and like we had like a big group hug for honestly about i mean it felt like a thousand years it was probably only a minute or two to the point where it felt like it had lasted so long i literally had to turn around to the girls and be like can you fuck off to the back of the stage so i can have my moment because <laughs> i just wanted to get off I just wanted to get on. That was, but it was a really sweet moment. Everyone was like hugging. Everyone was like being really lovely. And then like, yeah, overall felt felt like a, a great moment. That like, as far as Olympia, I mean, 
no one wants to go home, do they? But mm. like, as far as eliminations go, like I have very, very fond memories of walking out, and I'm very proud of myself. So, yeah, yeah, as you <laughs> should be. No, no, you should be. It's like that was a really tough cast, and like as a, like the, mm. it was just ridiculous. Like that cast was like with such big names, it was a tough cast, and yeah, yeah like when it came to them final moments, you couldn't really call either way. Like who yeah. was gonna go? Yeah, like, I mean to just... be honest, like. <laughs> When I got to a certain point, I was like, you know, I was doing the maths in my head and I was like, right, if so-and-so's in the bottom, I'm gone. If so-and-so's in the bottom, I might be safe. And so if in the bottom, like, and by that last episode, after we'd actually done the roast, I kind of just thought, well, if it's Cheddar, she's got four badges, so I'm gone. Mm. If it's Pepper, it's Pepper, so I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I have a chance. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I kind of already knew at that point the odds were not in my favor i think the only way i would have got to the end really is if i had nailed the roast mm. unfortunately you know i didn't do as bad as they uh maybe made out um yeah. but i definitely wasn't great like i was fine but you know they're making a tv show i mean um like i wanted to ask about that because obviously like we had the same with like lawrence cheney to be fair we're finally given that moment to go like hey you know oh it's the tv show or oh it's a roast like, be amazingly funny. It's like, did you get in your head about it? What happened, really, from your perspective? Mm. I feel like it, it a bit felt of... really funny. And then as soon as you went out, you're there. You're like, oh, none of that landed. Whoops. Okay. <laughs> well, not, uh, some of it landed, some of it didn't. But overall, like, it wasn't like a great roast. I do stand by a lot of the material. I think I sort of just... As I fumbled the first few jokes, I think I then did get in my head. And then I kind of was just like, well, I fucked it. So it all yeah. sort of went downhill. But to be honest, it was, yeah, it was kind of like the perfect storm of like quite a few things. Like at that mm. point, I've been gone for like five weeks, like every day, like basically filming dawn till like dusk. So I was kind of like at that point, a little bit on autopilot and because everyone was saying you know pixie's gonna win this one pixie's gonna do great this week because yeah. i'd won the reading challenge mm. i think i was like okay i can relax a bit and i just sort of like was going through the motions and i think that's probably what let me down because in the moment i couldn't react mm. maybe in a way that i usually would have done but also i don't really think of myself as a comedy queen i think of myself as a funny person yeah mm. i'm not a stand-up i'll i can Crack out a few jokes in a responsive way, like if during a conversation, like mm. we've seen it all season, like, and you know, or on stage when I'm usually performing, like I'll, I can improv with an audience and like crack a few jokes, but I'm not, I'm not a stand up. Yeah, that's it. So I don't know. It's just a lot of things. <laughs> and, and to be, to be fair, it's that thing of like anyone who even, even if they were like a dedicated comedy queen, you're up against Danny Beard. Like, you know, you're up, you know, who is. Just well, you know, fire, basically, which is... And Cheddar, I yeah. love Cheddar. Like, you know, that everything that they were complaining about themselves with, about being cold or, like, being sort of, like, emotionless, I was like, but that's the that's the joke. The joke is it's so analytic. And, you know, mm. it was it was a tough roast. Like, yeah, My favourite bit of Cheddar was Cheddar calling everyone thick and then Pixie explaining <laughs> that she just called them all thick. <laughs> yeah. 
Babe. Well, I don't think any of the others got that what she'd done, and I was like, "This isn't a joke. That's not funny." She just called everyone sick. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but then the joke is that people didn't get it, so it's kind of proving the point yeah. in a weird way. <laughs> I mean, it just shows that I'm very intelligent. Uh... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, to be honest, like I always knew Danny was going to do well. I mean, mm. I did give Danny a couple of my jokes, just saying, um, which is interesting. And <laughs> you watch it back. Because, does it not go? You know, does it... one, and I went. Yeah. Um, but saying that, like, I'm like actually really glad that Danny won. And like, even the show in general, like, she was my absolute ride or die the whole time. And like, also one of the only people I physically knew in the real world, like, properly before going in. So kind of always knew that as i said i was fighting for third place at best and ideally i'd want danny to win and um you know it yeah. panned out so yay team beard <laughs> <laughs> so which of the challenges did you have most fun with um weirdly a lot of them <laughs> there's four that stand out mm. number one the improv challenge because i love the challenge that it was the first time i felt truly in my element I'd had a great runway and I was in the top. So I love that challenge. I think it's probably overall, in terms of like competition, my favorite. Yeah. Um, But I did also love the musical. Again, uh, it's something that I do. So Mm. it didn't feel like a competition or work. It just felt like fun. Girl group, again, exact same thing, what I do. (laughs) Um, And I won a badge. So great. And weirdly, the other one is Makeover. I bloody love so yeah. me and Wendy had an amazing time and it was just it didn't feel like we were on the show anymore it just felt like we were just having we were playing dress up with friends so <laughs> it was like a nice like sort of mid break for us after being there for so long to just kind of relax a bit and to be honest I kind of knew even before going in it that I was probably going to be my bottom so I was like I was so chilled the whole time I was just having a nice time Ow. <laughs> it was a very nice episode to watch, to be fair. It was probably the most wholesome of all the episodes. So, yeah. I think you, you, you pretty much just picked out the four best episodes of the season, really. Yeah. So, pretty much. And you did well in all of I've got a little <laughs> follow up question about uh, Wendy. Go on. So, obviously, she disclosed uh, doing something very embarrassing for a queen. And I read on Twitter that it was a, somebody off your season. That is was it true? Oh, was it not? So, Sminty tweeted that it was her because Wendy did help her, like, fix something or push something on her push one of her runways. So she thought Wendy was talking about her. But I have it on great authority that it was a season two queen who I shall not name. <laughs> Legal reasons. Mm. Could you give her a vague physical description? <laughs> so we can... what, does it, what does it rhyme with? <laughs> yeah, so Glenn can go full Sherlock Holmes on this. No, I like, um... because I read on Twitter, Theresa had put on, oh my God, I need to know who it was. Like, who did Wendy have to, like, push the bollock back in? And then <laughs> Danny had said, Sminty, in a reply. And I was like, <gasps> but no, this plot's thickening. I mean, maybe it was Sminty as well. I don't know. But as far as I knew, it was someone from season two. And they rhyme with... They rhyme with... Honhulash. <laughs> yeah, well, at least, at least at, at the at the bare minimum, uh, DM Ch- Chozo with it <laughs> and tell Chozo who it was. Chozo, uh, Chorita, Chozo. Ah, uh, Chozo. 
Good. Chaucer. I love War Chaucer. Chaucer. We worked together last week. She's a very, very lovely girl. Very, very, very talented, good. very dedicated, <laughs> very good. And it's that thing of going, cool. You know, it's good to see the right people succeeding, isn't it? It's like... Mm-hmm. But speaking of uh, the challenges, though, uh, I was going to ask, like, if you could do a challenge from any other UK season, which one do you think would, like, secure you a badge? Oh, that's a really good question. Okay, let's try and think of some of the iconic ones. It's hard to say, you know, because I think... I don't know. Oh, God, I'm having trouble remembering them. Because <laughs> all the acting challenges I can remember, like ours, were all awful. Um, <laughs> there was a Rusical, but I don't think I would have beaten Veronica for that one in Season 2. What about the adverty producty thing? Oh, the Draglexa. Yeah. Oof, that was rough. <laughs> we don't need to remember that. Um I'd be tempted nope. to say the what was it called? The um the Eastenders one. Even though oh, Eastenders. Yeah, oh, yeah. That was amazing. I and obviously it was heavy competition because everyone was so good in it. But I kinda think Pixie would have been class in that. I mean, none of them were like actory character sort of queens. So yeah, maybe I could have yeah. Cinch one of those. Get out of hmm. my pub. Get out of my pub. Get the All-Stars. I think what they should do in, in an All-Star season is bring back, like, challenges from the previous ones. Like, I know they've done it a little bit, but it would be nice to see them redo Beastenders, I think, what? with more acting based. Have three challenges and then put them in a box three and groups. then jiggle the men around. <laughs> then swap the boxes round. Wait, and wh- then you pick a box. Whose box are they putting these in? The brick crew. Right, okay. The brick crew. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And a then, then you there. get a random challenge from the brick crew. I'll take oh, a random challenge from the brick crew. I'm rewriting this show. Paul's <laughs> <laughs> Drag Race. I, I like um I like what we were saying with Dyer the other week about like I think they should bring back the random challenges, the out outside challenges where they just go, hey, yeah, that's go nice. and sell tickets on the street or something, or like go through these bins, you know. I don't know. Wet t-shirt <laughs> competition. Yeah, that's it. There's oh, crazy yeah. shit like that. But I guess they can't because they're so secretive about who the cast are now and stuff, but mm. it's a shame. But, you know mm. what I thought actually would have been really good? Which we didn't do was like a dance based challenge. Mm. Obviously, you've got like girl group, but that's more about the song and the overall yeah. presentation. Yeah. I think back to things they've done before, like when they did that like cheerleading dance challenge and like Olympics and like random things like that. I think like a dance challenge would be so good because I can see that. I mean, yeah. it's just like I think, you know, moving on stage is, it is a big thing for, in drag. Like, Oh yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you you've got some dancers on my season, but I definitely would put myself in the top half of dancers out of that twelve girls. So I'd have enjoyed it. Like I really loved the finale because I was like, right, we're gonna learn some choreography. It's gonna be great. Yeah. And then they taught us like three moves, and I was like, oh. Well, <laughs> what a shame though that you got you missed out on like something like that. But at least you got to do the musical though, where you you know you pretty much were able to shine in that. Oh, yeah, but they cut all my choreography in that as well because Cheddar couldn't fucking learn any of it. <laughs> the tea. The tea. Me and Cheddar had, like, full full dance routines and they cut it all. And, like, even what was kept, most of it was, like, panned to different shots during it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> See, that happens every shame, season, man. though. Every, everything ends up in the edit and then it's nothing like what it was. You recorded it. <laughs> but but they do it for the TV fun. show. Like Pixie, how many um viewing parties did you do over the course of it? Because obviously everyone was doing the big the run of them. 
and whatnot. Yeah. Because that was quite good, sort of like, because uh, we saw when Cheddar was doing the semi finals, uh, we Cheddar was at Bobby's in Newcastle, and it was mm-hmm. the. Yeah, and it was it was just like a bit. They were like, I didn't realize that's what they were going to show, or what the, that's what the edit was going to be, kind of thing. And you forget mm-hmm. that it is a a story, you know, like it is cut to pieces to tell the narrative they want to tell. But yeah, I mean, it was interesting. Some weeks, some some weeks, I was like, okay, like I'm fine with the edit. Some weeks, I was like, hmm, okay, it is what it is. Like, they've only got an hour. And they filmed you for two days. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and also they've got stories they're telling. By the time, like, obviously the season's over and they're editing it, they know who's gone when and what happens. So they can sort of start to edit things in a certain way. I definitely didn't do as bad in the roast or the snatch game as they showed. But um, I don't really care because, you know, snatch game, I wasn't in the bottom anyway. And... Um, the roast, as I said, I was just knackered and I wanted a nap, so happy to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think after after us chatting to like lots of people who have been on Drag Race, it's kind of like by being on the show, you've already won. Like you've kind of, mm. you know, that that's what it's for. It's like you know, and with the UK one, it's like, hey, you won, you get a TV show. <laughs> it's like that whole yeah. thing of you know, you're still going on tour, you're still getting to do all these opportunities, and people know your name, kind of thing. So you know, you have already won. I'd say. If you were to come on to an All-Stars or a Versus the World, <laughs> who would you want to see in the cast? That's a good question. Um, well, first of and all... You can't let me, pick, you can't let me pick hide my All-Stars outfit behind me. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> could you imagine? Um, I don't know. I think there's lots of like really great candidates, but I think now, because they do this like Versus the World format for Canada and UK and stuff... It's hard because you can only pick a certain number of people from the UK. Mm. But, like, I think there's lots of people who would be great on it. Like, I think... Mm, I'm going to go chronologically by the seasons. Because I think Davina would be great. Definitely. Like, such, so great. On an All-Stars. To be honest, the entire cast of season two. Like, you could put <laughs> any of them on it and True. I would probably be like... Yeah, it makes sense. It was a very, very good season, and everyone's quite interesting and different in their own ways. So, like, I think any of them would be good. Season three, I would say Teresa, or I would say, yeah, maybe, maybe just Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> the shade. You know, when you look at, like people and you're like, you're an all star. Like, I think Teresa's done so well off the back of it, and I think she has more that she could show. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, in terms of definitely. this season, none of them are all rotten, rotten bitches. <laughs> um, <laughs> so just you. To be honest, I don't think, again, I don't think many of them would have more to show than they've already shown. And for me, mm. that's what I want in an All-Star. I want to see someone who's grown yeah. or someone who didn't get a chance to show everything they can actually do. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I have so. to say, though, that that's a tough one because who would I root for if, if Choza's there, but also Davina, who I also love. So it's like... Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Root for them all. all. All Stars is not for the win. It's about just enjoying faces you already love coming back and showing how they've grown. Mm. It's nice yeah. to win because it's more that's, money. But uh, that's why I'm glad. They oh, got it depends. Of that depends what franchise system. you're on. <laughs> yeah, it does depend <laughs> what franchise you're on. Money. <laughs> when they brought might... the plunger in, like. And that was <laughs> the best thing ever because you still got to see what everyone did every week, like what they brought. Yeah. Like, all, all winners was the. Was the tea? Yeah, that was, yeah. 
So, okay, so how about we actually get on to some actual festive questions, considering it's Christmas, and all, all I've done so far is talk about cri- Findus Crispy Pancakes and uh, Drag Race. But um, So, like, uh, what, what are your plans for the festive season, Pixie? Um, well, I finished the tour, actually, on the 23rd in Brighton, and I'm from Brighton. Um, so my plans are to, well, my all my family's coming to the show that last day, um, and then we're all just going to hunker down for the holidays and eat and drink ourselves stupid and be camp. <laughs> that sounds amazing. That was perfect. Yeah. Family. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I don't have any other plans, really. I'm just going to take some time off. Like, it's been a long year and yeah. a lot has happened. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's for the same reason. I don't, I don't think I'm really planning on doing anything for New Year's either. I think I just want to have, like, a nice, quiet, reflective New Year's. And then have a brandy and go to bed. <laughs> to be fair, that I, sounds absolutely beautiful. That's my plan as well, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> New Year's just expensive if you go out and it's just rowdy. So, Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, especially in London, you can't move. Yeah. yeah. yeah you, there's no point going anywhere. I'm I'm really worried because I haven't decided on my New Year plans yet. But I think, I, I think I've been invited to a, like a, a, what is it, a murder mystery party? And I'm like, why are you doing this on New Year? <laughs> why no. are you doing this New Year's Eve? I'm a bit like, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to go, but I don't really want to tell him. <laughs> but it's see, like... see, I get, well, you've just told him on a podcast, so <laughs> RSVP, <laughs> I'm not coming. <laughs> That's it, I fair. will take your spot, though. Murder mystery on New Year sounds actually quite you fun. You know what? Maybe. If, if they're a good enough friend to listen to the pod, you should go. If they're right. not and they don't hear this, you shouldn't feel guilty they about not, not going. Be, they are not going to be listening to this podcast. I can, I there you can go. say. Don't feel guilty. <laughs> but um, I, I want to ask, I know you've got another festive question lined up, Stu, but I just want to ask, like, what's everyone's favourite Christmas song? Because we're getting to that point now where they're starting to play everywhere and loads of people are like, oh, I hate this one. But then they'll be like, oh, but I love this one. And they're all Could my mates like are doing the Whamageddon thing. Uh, see, Wham's my favourite. So I am, I am a, I am a last Christmas person. That is my, yeah, probably my top Christmas song. Though if Mariah does come on, I will ruin my voice singing along to it. <laughs> I mean, that's so everyone, isn't it? Mariah. Well, oh, yeah. Queen of Christmas. <laughs> How about you, Glenn? Mine is actually drag race related. Oh God! <laughs> is it? Hey, it is. It's Christmas. <laughs> it's not actually, but um, <laughs> no. Um, mine is um, Eureka singing Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer and it's on the Christmas Queen's album <laughs> available on Spotify that is the gayest canvas uh, thing I've heard all week I think it's because so I've, seen it li- I've, seen, I've seen it live like when hmm. they did Christmas Queens in Sunderland many years ago they should bring that back oh they should but like yeah it's like Bob the Drag Queen hosting it's just Eureka on a stage singing that and I was just like brilliant and then i've ended up downloading it. it you're less likely to hear that in primark though i think Just. yeah <laughs> for like my, my rugby club i did a little bit of a remix where i was like uh you re- like had eureka's track on and i put track got, got in the drag and then we had this older member of our um, rugby club who were called Nana. So then um, we just had like an art rest in peace Nana in the background of this video. And then it was like, and then grandpa's doing okay. We then had his partner, Auntie, but we made like, we took a picture and then made like the grinder logos around it, like as if it was the grinder pitch. Wow. It was so fun. I was camp. Very camp. Swiftly on. Pixie, how about you? <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> so campy. I mean, mine's a bit of a curveball. But it, basically, when I was growing up, my parents had this like Christmas album. It's one of those ones, you know, where you f open it and it's like two CDs. Yeah, yeah. All that. It's like a compilation album. And I think probably every Christmas from like the age of like I don't know nine or something, that would go on every year. Or we put up the Christmas decorations. So those were all the like classic ones that I loved. But my favourite from it, very very strange, is um, Boney M. Oh, Mary's boy child. Wait, is it Boney M? Mary's boy child. Wow. Jesus Christ. Because it was it's just like so different and like jazzy. I love it. Hey, it it's it's so nice, and then it just gets heavily religious. It just has that whole thing, and you're like, going, oh, okay, you know. <laughs> That was good. I, I just, that is I, to be fair, I heard that the other day when we were putting the Christmas trees up. Uh, we had like sort of, we we had like a, a Christmas playlist me and my brother made years ago. But it's just really obscure because it's got loads of stuff from the Nightmare Before Christmas in. So it'll kind of have Mariah <laughs> Carey, then like Boney M, and then like Making Christmas from like Nightmare Before Christmas, <laughs> and then like shaken stevens or something afterwards and you're like this is very obscure but uh no that nice was on it and i was like this is a class song i really like this what's your favorite valve what's your top pick? my favorite is uh wizard uh i wish it could be christmas every day yeah not because of the sentiment because i think i'd get very very sick of gravy uh, oh yeah but <laughs> can Never. you imagine if every day you're just like going <laughs> sort of like oh well time for santa again and santa's just yeah he's just he's <laughs> sick of it he's already drunk santa's on strike that's it. <laughs> He's joining Royal Mail today. and everyone in the country uh, currently. <laughs> oh, that, I, I do quite like that, though, just by when you listen to the lyrics and you're like, what What the hell is this song about? When the snowman brings it, that's not where snow comes from. That's <laughs> not how the world works. <laughs> that's it. It's just going, how many drugs were you on, Wizard? And then you see the video and you're like, a lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very festive Christmas, that <laughs> So, so anyway, that was my random question there, so... <laughs> Since we're on a, a Christmassy subject and we've gone through favourite songs, what I want to know, Pixie, is Christmas dinner. You can only Ooh. choose four elements of the Christmas dinner. You can have as much of them as you want, and gravy is a given. You're allowed the gravy separately. What are your four things? Okay. Well, first of all, the gravy, it's got to be homemade gravy. Delicious. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's a given. Given. Pigs in blankets. Yeah. Delicious. Don't care how they're cooked. Delicious. Curveball. Parsnips. No. I yeah. love a roasted parsnip. Again, don't care what's on it. Oh, honey glazed. Honey, yeah. Honey glazed, yeah. Mm -hmm. Honey mustard. Ooh. There's always a honest, fight in my put... house to a parsnip. <laughs> yeah, put the honey and mustard. You said house, didn't you? Other than that, I don't know. I'm going to, like, maybe become the villain of the season yet again Ooh. and say Brussels sprouts. Not like a plain Brussels sprout. Mm. Like, a, like a fancy Brussels sprout that you've like cooked with like bacon, I don't know, bacon and butter and stuff. Like, mm, that's good. The correctly yeah. done sprout. Yeah. <laughs> the correct then, sprout. Stuffing. Stuffing as well. <laughs> I love that there doesn't seem to be a main in your Christmas dinner. No, it's it's like... all sides. No, it's it's uh it's, it's like... pork wrapped pork with Pork Brussels sprouts. It's like Christmas, uh, Christmas um, tapas. That's NFL. what it is. It's <laughs> just like, you know, little bowls of sprouts and parsnip. And, and that's quite good. It's like I, a picky tea. Picky tea I'm, for I'm Christmas. A, I'm a big fan of a buffet. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's have a buffet. Also, like, this is another question that will probably also cause arguments. 
like what meat do you have on Christmas Day? Because every year we have something different. We've had turkey, we've had pork, we've had you know, whatever. I don't know, loads of shit. I mean, though, I would say pork crackling. Oh yes. Oh yes. Absolutely. See, we usually we usually do two. So we usually do the traditional turkey, then an alternative meat. But the alternative meat changes each year. So one year it'll be pork, one year it'll be lamb. Depends um, if it's a sexy Christmas dinner. Turns yeah, it's a sexy yeah. Christmas dinner. Want to go we'll just see what see what's available on Grinder. Like, what meat are we having this year? <laughs> yeah, do you want me to empty my sack down your chimney? Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's that that's Christmas right there, underneath the Christmas tree. You know what? That's what Christmas is all about. <laughs> <laughs> Emptying your sack. Is. <laughs> Christ. Christmas is also about giving and receiving. <laughs> We've oh, established wow. this. We've established. We've established your strangest date, but what's the most unusual gift you've received? Ooh. We'll go weird mm. or creepy, because I think that's the same category. Yeah. No, I can't say I've ever received a creepy gift. You're like, oh, really? No I one's like, you didn't get them toenails I sent you. <laughs> no crusty socks. No. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know who you're associating with, but mama. Anyway, if there's any of you, there's toenails. Um, I mean, unless you're into it, in which case I don't kink shame. Mm. Now, um, oh, I don't know. I had gifts before where I've opened it and I've been like, hey, like weird. <laughs> Same. Like last year, my brother gave me, basically, last year, my parents bought me a sewing machine and they must have said to him, oh, buy sewing supplies and then it will like go with the gift. He went to like, do you know that shop Tiger? Yeah. Sells yeah, yeah. Crap. He went there and bought me like ribbons <laughs> and a pair of scissors. I was like, why do you want me for freaking ribbons? Like, that was very weird, because also I opened the ribbons before I opened the fucking sewing machine. Oh, wow. Like, what is going on? I was very confused. That was very strange. <laughs> but I think probably the other weirdest gift is, my sister once bought me a lime green ceramic parrot. <laughs> okay. It was about football. Like, it was massive. And at this point, I lived in, like, a shit-rented house. Kind of, a, it's not like I have a nice house and she was like buying me a, a nice, fun camp ornament. <laughs> I just opened it and I was like, Thank you. I'll just put this with the other trash. You know? I kind of, <laughs> kind of don't not want the uh, parrot now, though. That's I, I, if I opened that, I'd be confused, but I wouldn't say no. That's pretty. I mean, it's camp. I've never had it it's... up anywhere. It's been in a box. I, I actually used it for several years as a prop in the Golden Girls show I do. I was like, oh, tacky, sort of tropical Miami yeah. in the 80s. This ornament that my sister bought me, great. <laughs> it's probably the weirdest. That's it. To be like fair, we have it where we've learned how to control my mum, where basically if you don't ask for something specific of my mum, you will get something really weird and obscure. So we make sure we always go, this, <laughs> this specifically, don't think for yourself, you know, like, cause, yeah. but then, but he then my- the web link. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like, I mean, my, my, what have we asked for this year? That's what I want to know. Uh, I've asked for a new microwave. Like, that's something where, because if, there's loads of stuff I'll ask for, and she's like, oh, I'm not getting you that. Or, oh, I don't know how to order over the internet. And I'm like, okay, cool. You can find a microwave. Go to Asda. But, but my uncle just doesn't listen to anyone. Even if you ask for something specific, he will just get something really obscure. And last year we got, like, have you seen them? The really tacky, like, water fountain where it's like you plug it in and it's like this one was like elephants around a pool and it's like a water feature. So the water comes out the elephant's trunk. And it has crystals, like, and light LED lights and stuff. And we were like, 
this this needs to be destroyed. <laughs> like, you know, this is... <laughs> well, the part is, you don't even have a garden. <laughs> it's just weird. It's not even for the garden. It's just for someone just sitting it on their desk and just being like, you know, and it's really loud. And we were like, this is totally... And we looked and it was like 40 quid. And I was like, could we have just had the 40 quid? Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'll look lovely next to Pixie's Parrot. But... Definitely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like I think you could do something with the parrot. This I'm just like, as I, I all I can do with it is parody it by basically being like, "What is this? Well, why does this I mean, exist?" It's now featured on a podcast, so there we go. <laughs> we put it on eBay <laughs> as featured on Girl Podcast. Yeah. Please buy this. <laughs> Maybe if we ever get famous enough, <laughs> we'll see. I think my my weirdest was it's not that strange of a thing, but someone once thought. Oh, do you know what Stu would really like? Some bison grass vodka. Bison grass. Like, yeah, that it's like a, it's like it's literally made of grass. I think made of grass. It's very yeah. gross. It's very specific <laughs> as well. Like mm. I'm a very fruity person, and my friends know that I like I've heard that drinks. Well, yeah, mm. you know, <laughs> I'm a fruit. Um, but I'm like, of all the things that you could buy, of all the weird, strange things out there. You went for bison grass vodka, and I was like, I appreciate the gesture, because I know it's not the cheapest, but firstly, what do you mix grass vodka with? What goes perfectly with grass? A cow, <laughs> yeah. basically. So what you do is you just give the vodka to the cow, get the cow drunk, and then go and drink something sure else. sure that's not what they were doing? Well, mm. <laughs> <laughs> that was in my skinny phase as well, so that was before the udders developed. <laughs> I was at um, the Walsingham show recently and there was this woman who was selling their own like vodkas and stuff. I didn't pick this one, but my mum was like, oh, do you want to try them and pick a bottle for Christmas? And one of them was Stingy Nettle. Mm. I I don't want to drink Stingy Nettle. Nettles. (laughs) Have you had it in cheese, though? Because it it does actually work. No, I just can't. No, I'm just terrible now. I think I'll get like bumps on my tongue and it'll be weird. Sensational, <laughs> depending who's. <laughs> Depends where the bumps come from. On the receiving end of it. <laughs> That's um, brilliant. See, I'm, I'm like Velvet. I always ask for household products, like household products for uh, Christmas. So last year I got my Vax to shampoo my carpets. <laughs> this year it's my um, heated clothes horse. Ooh. Ooh, I've just bought one of those. It's camp. That's a nickname for grinder, isn't it? Cheaper than, uh, cheaper than using your tumble dryer in this it economy. Yeah. Three mm-hmm. pence an hour. Can't wait to watch the smart meter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, this turns into a tragedy about how expensive everything is. Let's play a game. Yay! Yay! Kind of How's that for a segue? So, um, because it's a... It's somewhat festive, but it's also drag. Um, I have definitely not stolen the pun Slay Queen from the internet. Classic. Well, you've stolen all your questions from the internet anyway, Stu. Yeah, we know how how that usually goes. To be fair, no, I actually had some of these off the top of my head because, you know, I don't mind a bit of drag and Christmas is all right. So um, what it is, basically, Pixie, every week we have a little competition and it is to compete for a Stu Peter badge. And I believe, since we've got a little festive theme going on, we're going to have a special edition festive badge. A fancy um, badge. A blue, we have blue festive yet, badge. A, a blue badge. We've not yet fully determined which kind of blue, but we're, we're working on it. Um, so, 
what we do is we have our lovely guest go up against one of our hosts, and uh, it is going to be Glenn, because every time I get velvet, she screams at me. I was literally going to yell, Bagsy, not me. <laughs> it was me last time. It's Velvet's turn. Yeah. <laughs> Vel- Velvet's much better at counting to a maximum of two um, <laughs> points. So That tells you everything you need to know about this season, Pixie. So it's basically a little quiz. It's like a little trivia quiz. Um, I will, in turn, ask each of you a question. Only you can answer that question. If you get it right, you will get a point. The most someone's ever scored is three, and that was me, somehow. If you get it wrong, well, you'd probably call Glenn. We'll see. Uh, So this is a mixture of there are some Christmas questions and there are some drag questions. Okay. And Glenn, I would like to point out, I tried to make this as fair as physically possible, and the questions are quite similar to each other. So... If you do really bad, it's on you. It's not me. <laughs> so, Pixie first. <laughs> who played Cindy Lou Who in The Grinch? Oh, Taylor Momsen of Gossip Girl fame and The Pretty Reckless. Done. Straight away. Wow, Boom. well done. I thought we were Quickest, that may be, that may be a record. Say, what's your buzzer sound? And I was going to go, uh. Wait, should we do that? Should we have buzzer sounds? Okay, you're... No, it's okay. Let's, let's do it one by one, because then we can talk about it. Okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, you can have it. You can have a buzzer too. Let's do both. You can okay, make that ahead, noise get... at will, I think. <laughs> uh. Why not? <laughs> okay. So, does, are we counting that as the question? Done. Or do you want to go for it again? No, the question. We've we, got one point. Got now, the answer. So one point. Oh, no, Excellent. Over to Glenn. <laughs> okay. So, Glenn, who voices Scrooge in the Polar Express? I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh. 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 No. No. Paul, he doesn't. Scrooge isn't in the Paul Express. I can assure you, sir, there is Ebenezer Scrooge in the Paul Express. Throw a name biggest, out. There. I do know the big name that's in the Paul Express. Go on then. Some Tom Hanks, is it? Correct. Yay! Yay! Very yeah, well done. I don't done. know either, but that was my guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, promised you, it's not a not an awfully hard quiz. Yeah. Uh, okay, one yeah, okay. one all. That is a that is a. Girl first. Hey, oh, Pixie. By the way, my, my buzzer sound's going to be... <clears throat> okay. Okay, okay. Okay. I'll be mummy and you'll be daddy. <laughs> That'll be a fucking first. <laughs> Lots of firsts this episode for our last episode of the year. Okay, Pixie, question two. Who did Davina DeCampo play in Snatch Game? Julia Childs. Correct. Joy of cooking. But where was your buzzer sound? Uh, Perfect. <laughs> Uh, Glenn, who was the first queen to walk into the UK workroom? Which season? The first queen to walk into the room, like ever. What ever ever? UK. We specify UK. I feel it's a trick question. I'm like, so I'm like, what season? But I'm just well, I'm assuming one, it was season, one of the UK. producers or like cameramen. Well, I, I mean, no, they're not, they're not the... <laughs> yeah, UK anyway, season um... one. Who was the first of the cast to walk through? Then, if you want to be super specific. Good. That helps. Oh. Now is it down to all of 12? Was it 12 on season 1? 10? I'm torn between two right now. Not for the first time. <laughs> uh, was it Davina? No. Was it? No, it wasn't Davina, was it? Uh, I'm not going to tell you until you give me a solid answer. <laughs> That's not how quizzes work, Glenn. I'm, I'm appalled that we're needing to explain this at the last episode. Would you like me to take Davina as your final answer? <laughs> no, um... <laughs> Bagger. I'm going to go back. Correct. Yeah. Wow. Okay. There's a guess. I need a sticker charge for this. 
I think you've just maybe Santa will be nice to you, Glenn. You've scored more points this episode than you did for the rest of the season combined. So well done. (laughs) Um, Okay, Pixie. Which diva sings the modern Christmas classic "Santa Tell Me"? Uh, Santa Tell Me. Uh, Ariana Grande. Yes. I'm so glad the kids. I'm so glad I knew that. Me too. Wow. Okay. Glenn. You spend five weeks recording a show with the kids, so you should be down with them. That's true. <laughs> dab. Just for the listeners, we all just did a virtual dab. Because we are, what? Down with the kids. Uh, Glenn, which diva sings the modern classic Underneath the Tree? Underneath the Tree? I am personally offended by your reaction to my question. I don't even know the song. Just guess. Guess a, a modern-ish diva. Well, from, from your reaction... Uh, mm-hmm. Lady Gaga. No. No. Uh, no. That was Kelly Clarkson. Go I, I wouldn't be offended if you didn't know a Gaga song. Kelly's my it? queen. Kelly Clarkson, underneath the tree. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Her TV uh, show. Oh, you've, love her. You've told me off before for not being up to date with Gaga. Just, just saying. <laughs> is that is that the song that goes like? Yeah, that's the one. I like that one. I'm not going to sing it because I can't, but you can. Thank you. Okay. Pixie, what was the first lip sync song of UK season three? Don't forget your buzzer sound. Right. I'm not going to buzz yet. I'm, I'm, I'm ruminating over the answer and I will find it. <laughs> so this was Crystal versus Victoria and it was a lip sync for the win. Crystal won, leading me to believe it is a young person's song. I'm trying to do logic here because I actually don't know. I don't know, because all I can remember from that episode is Victoria hurting herself, and she is literally my daughter. So, I don't recall. Oh, God, I'm going to guess. Okay. Uh, <laughs> in. I'm going to guess it was like... No, it's wrong, but I'm going to guess Sweet Melody. That was a lip sync early in the season. That was a lip sync on that episode. That was the first lip sync for your life. So I can give you that point because that is what I intended the question hey! to be. <laughs> wow. Oh, well, I should have Going to be fully honest, I forgot oh. about the lip sync for the win. What was, uh, what was <laughs> Which was to though? Total Eclipse of the Heart, by the way. Oh, okay. So it wasn't a young person's song. <laughs> I just assumed it was because Crystal won. Mm. Yeah, we can make a lot of assumptions because Crystal won, can't we? Anyway, it's Glenn's turn. Which song did Tia Coffee and Estina Mandela lip sync to? Oh, God. My buzz in uh... if he doesn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course you'll know this one. You won't get a point, but you can buzz in. Oh, that's cute. Oh, it's so cute. Is that a voodoo doll? <laughs> a voodoo doll of Tia. Someone made this for Tia and gave it to her at DragCon. She was like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, like Tia and Astina. Can I get the challenge? Uh, it was the fashion challenge where they had, they were in pairs, both had to do a colour. Right, yeah, that doesn't help. No, it does not. <laughs> but nothing to do with the lip sync song. Pixie, you're the guest. You can you can buzz in and steal. <laughs> <sighs> yes, Pixie. I mean, it was iconically "Don't Start Now" by Dula Peep. It was. Doola peep. Doola peep. Um, you don't get an extra point because you first you, you don't need one. Can, can um, we? Just for the potential that dude, Pixie can get uh, six points not? out of five. It's, <laughs> That's it's, a historic it's, thing. It's the festive episode. Have it. Have it. 
cool. The Christmas miracle. Yeah. That I got two. <laughs> You've got any. Right, last question, Pixie. Which country traditionally eats KFC on Christmas Day? I know this one. Oh. This was in the Ravens. Was it in the Ravens? No, it was in a, it was in a quiz I've heard. <laughs> I it's feel probably, like it's been in many quizzes. I think it's South Korea. No. no. It is was Japan. It's Japan. Oh, I remember. Oh, I, Japan. See, I, Japan was my other one, but I was like, South Koreans are so whimsical and silly, so it feels like something they would do. I was like, okay, cool. I'll go for them. I, Damn it. I was literally about to Google, do South Koreans eat KFC, and thought that was the most middle-class white person thing ever. <laughs> do they have KFCs over there? Over, <laughs> overseas? Overseas? Is there KFC? <laughs> okay, great. Like, I'm at a broad who has a chocolate finger in uh, Spain's like, that tastes the same as ours. <laughs> God. <laughs> okay, Glenn, final question. Which country traditionally has a barbecue on Christmas? <clears throat> Australia. Correct. Jesus. Yes. That's Sweet. three questions, right? I got three. Yay. Glenn, just j- could you confirm the scores there? Glenn can. I got three. <laughs> I'm shocked by this. It's like, <laughs> look at you, Glenn, closing the gap, really. I mean, you'll be a top in no time. Glenn you close, but no cigar. <laughs> well, um, after five questions, Pixie Polite has technically five points. <laughs> which you're going to give. Well and done. Glenn is sadly in second place with only three. Oh, well, you did try, I suppose. I, I think out of the generous spirit of festivities, Glenn deserves the special edition badge. Not because of its festive season, but he actually got three points. So, <laughs> well, Christmas is a time for sympathy, isn't it? It is, mm. yes. yes. And miracles. Give, give <laughs> miracles and sympathy. Glenn, Glenn getting three points. Glenn I can't say anything. I, I technically have scored the worst out of the entire season. That is true. <laughs> Does anyone want to do the tiebreaker? Just for a laugh. Oh, yeah? Yeah, go on. Shall we see it what it is? It doesn't it involves maths. on me victory. But... <laughs> but go on, it's Christmas. Let's try it anyway. So, if you add the number of gold rings, ladies dancing, French hens and lords are leaping, what number do you get? First, want to buzz in and give me the right answer. Look at the gears uh, I do math. Hang on, Ooh. what is it? Five? <laughs> I, I don't know, but Pixie buzzed. No, incorrect. Glenn, you've got time. Hang on. Okay, we can work this out, Glenn. Right, hang on. Gold rings, then what else? Gold rings, ladies dancing, French hens, and lords are leaping. Five gold rings, three French hens, so that makes that... Five plus six is 11, plus three, that's 14. What's the last one? Ladies dancing? Yeah. 21. How many lords... Yeah, I was about to say 21. I think, I think Pixie is assuming that she's correct with how many lords there are. Oh, damn it. I thought it was nine lords. I'm anything. stuck on lords. Seven, seven, seven lords. Five gold rings. Correct. Two, <laughs> That's two not ladies. how numbers work, Glenn. That's... Would, you, would you like to give up and I'll give you the answers? No, I'm, 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 I'm emotionally invested. So there, right are, now. There, are, there are five gold rings. You are correct there. Four French hens. Nope. Three French, French hens. Three, Three French, French hens. Right. Two turtle doves. You have two about two maths with gaze. Two turtle doves. Okay, we don't need the turtle doves. Uh, okay then. Isn't it nine, nine ladies gold. dancing? There are. It is, isn't it? Yeah. There are nine ladies dancing. Yes. Seven so... lords are leaping. Nope. Twelve. Eight lords are leaping. Nope. Seven lords are leaping. 
10? One lord leaping. <laughs> there, are ten, there are 10 lords are leaping. Okay, so 19 okay. already. So 19, 9 27? plus 10 plus 3 plus 27. 5. There you go. Well done. Oh, that was it. That was a Matt's nightmare. Maths is hard. Maths is hard. I told you the guys don't do math. I wasn't lying. Okay. I think we're all done with the game. Well, well done, Pixie. You will get yourself a actually earned badge, and Gren will get himself a It's Festive Time badge. <laughs> you tried. You tried. We can deliver it at DragCon. Oh, we can. Hey. Oh, we actually can. That's hey. actually crazy thinking about that, to be fair. Although oh you're gonna gosh. be you're gonna be dressed up in all your finery and we'll be like, here's a shitty badge. <laughs> Do you want this shitty badge? Just He's a blue I'll, I'll gladly take it and I'll say thank you for this honour. Now he is your restraining order. Well, you know, <laughs> you will have the same amount of badges from our podcast as you won on Drag Race. So this is true, and they're both equally as worthless. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ours might actually be better made. <laughs> the, I'm the shade. Moving on. Right. <laughs> Let's. Shall we move on to fun questions? Yes, yes, we've had some lovely questions from fans. Yes, these are people who are messaging us being like, hey, could you ask Pixie this? But to be fair, I've got the first one, which comes from the wonderful Harriet. Hi, Harriet. (laughs) And they ask, what would your ultimate Night of a Thousand runway be? Ooh, um... Night of a Thousand Takeaways. Everyone's got to wear an outfit inspired by a different takeaway food. Oh, my God. Oh, that'd be so it's good. some that'd nice be day just eat. A just a, you know, if there's a Newcastle queen, they can be a chicken parmo. Yes. If there's someone from up north, they can do cheesy chips with gravy. <laughs> That's Although it. As, I don't know, a stick of rock. I don't know. What's Brighton known for? Fish and chips? takeaway. <laughs> I think, yeah, fish and chips. I mean, someone could be a battered Mars bar. Oh, yeah, yeah. If they're Scottish, yeah. <laughs> Delicious. I think that would be a great category. There you I'm go, Harriet. There we go. Ho- that hopefully that was a good enough answer for you, uh, Harriet. <laughs> so, my question is from Anna. Hi, Anna. Very important question, especially for UK fans. We don't have international fans. <laughs> <laughs> you can't prove that. <laughs> yes, um, we do, to oh, be fair, though. I was looking at the map you. where it tells you where the listeners come from, and it just sort of has, like, one listener in India, and you're like, okay, thanks, I whoever you are. <laughs> if you're listening in India, hello. Yeah, that's you're it. You're happy and safe. Love you. <laughs> anyway, what are your meal deal choices? Ooh, okay. <laughs> what? And actually, right. where would you go for the meal deal? Mm. Newcastle Rabbit Airport, like WH Smiths or Boots? Mm. See, most most of the shops near me, they're either a Tesco or a Sainsbury's. Mm. So it'd probably be one of them. I don't know, it depends how fancy I'm feeling. Maybe a hoisin duck wrap if I am feeling fancy. Ooh. What's your side choice? Mm. Are you going crisps or probably sweet? Probably go. I'll go for a crisp. I love a savoury. Mm. It'd probably be like a McCoy's or like Quaver. I love Quavers or Watsits. Yum. Cheesy. And always a Fanta. If they've got it, Fanta Lemon. Love a Fanta. Big fan of Fanta. So I love it. A Fanta Fan- sponsorship. I love it. Um, but yeah, if I'm not feeling fancy and there's no hoisin, I'd probably go for. Like just a little cheese, cheesy tomato pasta pot. Mm. Simple, delicious. Love pasta. Love pasta. Who doesn't love pasta? Fan of carbs. Mm. That's it. Aren't we all? Aren't we yeah. all? 
That's a, the that's only thing I will say about those pasta pots, though, is there's never any fucking forks or spoons. You've got <laughs> fucking hunt for them in the shop. It's yeah. like literally doing supermarket oh. sweep just for a free wooden fork. Mm. Disgusting. Um, Asda's actually recently done away with the forks. And now you like buy your recyclable cutlery set or to keep or to recycle. Mm. I currently own two because I keep forgetting to bring my cutlery set as I go and get a new meal deal. <laughs> but yeah, and you have to pay a whole pound. That's, that's yeah. the trick, isn't it? That's how they get you. That's it. Oh. Oh, damn it. I'll start in stacking them up like uh, plastic bags where I just go, hey, I'm going to go shopping. I'll <laughs> take some this. bags with me. No, I don't. I just keep uh, generating Paper more. bags now, thank you. Better for the environment. <laughs> Less less plastic bags. No more Katy Perry. She's cancelled for that song. Uh, so, final question uh, from fans. And this is from Pigeon Hat Pixels, who is a fabulous designer. Ooh. Hello, Pigeon Hat Pixels. <laughs> his, name is, his name is Jack, if you want his full name. Hi, Jack. Sorry, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> so, um, Jack asks, if you were a pigeon for a day, which drag queen would you shit on for a laugh? Um, I'm a very polite young woman, so I'm going to say none of them. Um, but I'm also like a hilarious camp cow, so I'd shit on all of them. Excellent. I'd make sure I was a lactose intolerant pigeon. <laughs> I will fly around Dragcon over everybody's boots and shit everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how Pixie got the biggest cue because it was the only one that didn't have shit on it. Full <laughs> on whitewash. We love that. I think that's a good tactic, personally. Yeah, I think. And uh, oh, do you know I know think... what. I'll wait till I'm on like Sweden versus the world or something, <laughs> or something. Yeah. and then shit on everyone's outfits. <laughs> so, thank you very, very much for being on the show, Pixie, and helping us do our little festive episode and bringing an extra bit of spice to it. Is there anything that you'd like to promote? Just a healthy lifestyle and self-love. Other than that... Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jamie Oliver. <laughs> oh, no. no. Turkey business for you. Um, <laughs> anything really I've got to promote right now is uh, my single, which uh, I released... Uh, a week or two ago, it's called Give It To Ya. It's a, a sort of, it's a pop, it's a catchy sort of bubblegum pop anthem about um, loving yourself and acceptance sort of about, you know, yourself, your body, and being a camp, confident queer person in the dating world. It's kind of the vibe, um, but it's like super, super fun, like Katy Perry, Megan Trainor sort of little yeah. tune. Oh yeah, that's available on all streaming platforms. Uh, the music video is also on YouTube. So please go and have a listen to that, because I'm very proud of it. And other than that, I'll be at DragCon, where I will see you guys, I believe. Um, selling Ooh. all my tat knickknacks. <laughs> um, and if I don't make enough money, I will be offering free one-on-one -on -one meet and greets in the Ben's bathroom. <laughs> I'm going to save up my coins. Oh, don't worry. It's it's like it's like a it's like a, a coin machine. Like any coins you have, I'll take it. Slot it in. Well, I guess that uh, that moves us on to ours of what do we have to uh, announce, guys? Well, <laughs> worst we... kept secret ever. Well, I, I mean, not everyone does. Surely. Uh, Anyone who's watched this be... far, watched, listened, listen. I know how radio works. I know how podcasts work. Oh god! Uh, yes, we are officially going to DragCon UK. 
um, in case it wasn't already obvious from any previous episodes and our social media. Um, but, plot twist, we're actually doing some press stuff. So we will be wandering around doing interviews, taking some pictures, um, putting our name out there. There will be some little cute uh, stickers, maybe badges that we'll be giving out. So if you spot a bald-headed bloke with a beard and a dress, that's Glenn. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, one... it seemed a bit, you know... <laughs> if you spot one not in a dress, that's probably Velvet. Um, <laughs> and if you spot a red-headed weirdo running around looking like he doesn't have a clue, hello, holla Richard boy, that's me. Or a um, homeless person. Yeah, one of the two. Mm. Or Coppertop. Or Coppertop. <laughs> it might be both of those. My, my plan is that when I um, need to sit down, I'm just going to give Coppertop my microphone and stuff and say, like, yeah. <laughs> Similar thing, just right? Just carry it on. <laughs> so yeah, that's no. that we've got to announce. I'm very excited for it because it's my pretty much my birthday as well. So, well, that's the wonderful thing. I mean, so if you, uh, you dear listener, are going to be at DragCon, please uh, find us and say hello. And if not, feel free to message us at Girl Global with any questions you have for any of the Queen who are attending, and we'll try to catch up with them and give them an ask. But we hope you have an absolutely sensational festive period and a happy new year, and we'll speak to you in that new year. That was the worst segue I've ever done in my entire life. Beautiful. <laughs> Lawless. Yes. I will see you in the new years. How should we sign out this week? God bless us, everyone. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Well, what if you start with like Merry and the three of us will go Christmas? <laughs> that sounds terrible. Let's do that. That sounds camping. <laughs> do it. Okay. Right. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, have a wonderful day. Merry Christmas. Christmas. And a happy gonorrhea. I always get those two confused because they happen at the same time, don't they? One of them goes away. That's New Year. Right. Have fun, everyone.